So many people on the left are wringing their hands over how President Trump and conservatives in general are treating China lately. First, it was the president calling them out on trade, and then he put tariffs on their goods. Liberals were so afraid that China would get mad at us and do something. We were never exactly told what they would do, but whatever it was would be terrible, maybe even catastrophic, and completely unnecessary because China had done nothing wrong. Liberals hate tariffs, except when China uses them against us. And then there's the coronavirus. The president and world leaders in general agree that the virus originated in China, either in a wet market or in a laboratory, and then spread throughout the world, killing hundreds of thousands of people in the process. China covered it up. Not only that, but early on, they said the virus could not spread through human-to-human -human contact, and that wasn't true. And that cover-up of that vital fact cost many people their lives. Yet, I still hear liberals say, even now, that we can't be completely sure that the virus did originate in China. And they didn't cover anything up. They were just not sure of the facts, and they didn't want to confuse people. And besides, it was all Donald Trump's fault, and he should be punished. But China? Leave them alone. It's not their fault. I just have a really hard time understanding the liberal mindset. They're taking sides in the face of a pandemic that clearly started in China, in the Wuhan province. And the only thing we don't know is if the virus started because of unsanitary conditions in one of their open-air food markets, or if it started in a laboratory, where they were conducting experiments on bats. But many liberals are upset because they don't think it's fair to pin the blame on Chinese leaders. Blaming President Trump is much easier for them but not the wonderful Chinese leaders. For so many years, Americans in both parties have ignored the facts about China and their not-so-benevolent leaders. First, they're not benevolent, they're malevolent. And second, they are at war with us, and they have been for many years. And even though it isn't a shooting war, it's a very real war, a total war. And the ultimate goal of the Chinese leaders is to completely take out America, to isolate it from the rest of the world, and to economically destroy it. And if necessary, when they're much stronger than America militarily, and that day could come, they'll threaten us then with total destruction if we don't bend to their will. This is no secret. It's never been hidden. This is their goal. Their strategy with Hong Kong and Taiwan and now with countries in the South China Sea, is openly hostile. They're not promoting freedom in Hong Kong. Since the takeover, they're slowly but surely eliminating all freedoms and forcing the people to obey or be silenced. They're not moving as quickly as they could, but they're moving, and they're making no secret of the fact that the people of Hong Kong must do as they're told or else. And does anyone doubt for a minute the intent of the Chinese leaders when it comes to Taiwan? China makes no secret of their intent to gain control of Taiwan. It's only a matter of time, and they're willing to take as long as necessary, but they will gain control. 
The Chinese have been ramping up military spending for years, to the point where they're now in the midst of the biggest military buildup in history. They just launched a huge aircraft carrier, and they've built two new destroyers, and they're spending huge money on artificial intelligence for military purposes. They're building and testing new missiles. Their Air Force is employing stealth technology, probably stolen from the United States. And they're training their military forces to engage a major enemy. I wonder who that could be. I'll have to think about that for a while. According to President Xi of China, the plan is to build up their military for a period of 30 years and then use that military to gain respect. You know, when you're the biggest country in the world and you're spending a gigantic amount of money on your military every year for 30 years, that'll buy you a lot of respect and fear too, a lot of fear. And it should, because let me remind you again, the Chinese leaders are not nice people. They're angry communists, and they like using force. Right now, they only use force on their own people, but that could change as their military becomes the biggest in the world. Leaders around the world are taking notice of that buildup, and they're talking about it, very quietly, of course, and sensibly, too. And as usual, they're doing nothing. I think they're taking the long view. What's that? Well, they're thinking that in 30 years, they aren't going to be around to face the problem, so right now, why don't we just ignore it? And everyone seems to have a theory about why China is building up their military. One writer suggested that they remember history and how they've been pushed around for centuries, especially by the British. And because they were treated so badly over 200 years ago, they want respect now. And building an enormous military is the way to get it. Considering the size of the United Kingdom and the size of China and what the Chinese military will look like in 30 years, I think British leaders should start apologizing right now for whatever it is that made the Chinese leaders so mad and make them dislike them so much because 30 years from now, who knows what they might do. Another theory is that China is the biggest country in the world, and pretty soon their economy will be number one in the world too. And soon after that, their military will be the biggest in the world. If you're the biggest and the baddest country in the world, and no one can possibly stand up to you, why not take what you want? Certainly the people of Taiwan are well aware of that possibility. They know that when China gets so big that no military in the world can stand up to them, even the United States, that China is coming for them. And it won't be pretty. And the people of Malaysia and Vietnam should be worried too because Chinese leaders have their eye on the oil and other natural resources in the South China Sea. And if any of those countries get in the way, they'll be swept away too, just like Taiwan will be. American business leaders don't like what's happening either. For years, they've been getting rich dealing with China. They've been sending American jobs to China and hurting our workers. But they don't care because they're getting rich. And like many world leaders, they know that they won't be around when China starts really flexing their military muscle. So who cares? They know that the Chinese routinely steal our ideas and take them for their own. And they don't pay our scientists and engineers when they steal the ideas. And why should they? 
and hundreds of thousands of Chinese students attend American colleges every year. Then they work for American companies, many of them, and then they go back to China after stealing our ideas. No one has ever done anything about it. None of our leaders have ever pushed back until President Trump came along. So many American business leaders are heartbroken that the world is finally waking up to the menace that is China. Who paid attention? Who cared? And Hollywood is terrified because they get a lot of financing from China for their movies. And the NBA and their players see how it can affect their pocketbooks too. So they don't like it. And Chinese money is all over America. They invest in companies, in real estate, and they buy our government debt too. How did we get to the point that we let a country that we now know without a doubt is waging war against us gain so much power? This is such a complete shock to so many people. The Chinese people were supposed to learn to like freedom after watching our movies and playing basketball. They were supposed to stand up to their terrible leaders and demand democracy. That was the big lie the greedy people of America told themselves over and over for so many years so they could excuse their terrible behavior. They were taking that money and letting them steal our secrets because, in the end, it would help the Chinese people. You believe that, don't you? They were only doing it to help them. And now we know the truth. They're our enemy, and that they want to defeat us any way they can, whether it's economically or militarily. And they're willing to wait 30 years or 50 years or 100 years to do it, whatever it takes, as long as in the end they win. Can they be stopped? Well, a lot of experts believe they can be stopped. Certainly a war between the United States and China in the near term is not likely, although an editorial in a Chinese communist publication recently concluded that war is coming soon because of the United States, because we're lying about the origins of the coronavirus. It's likely that the editorial was aimed at American progressives who both love and fear China to influence them to convince the American government to back down. Liberals are good at backing down. And then there's a whole group of people who say this huge military buildup is nothing more than a big bluff, that the communist leaders are losing power and they're afraid. So the military buildup is really just a ploy to keep their own people in line. They're saying that the complete collapse of the Chinese government is inevitable and nothing can stop it. The country is too big to be controlled, and the collapse is coming sooner than expected. But there's another group of people who are saying that all you have to do is study Chinese history to realize that democracy is not coming to that country anytime soon. The Chinese people don't believe in personal freedom and democracy, and their history proves it, these people say. They believe in community and serving their fellow man and believing in something bigger for their country. So democracy is out of the question. And they say that their history shows that the Chinese people can really get behind the idea of becoming the biggest military force in history because it will give them respect, respect they deserve, respect that is their destiny. There's also another theory that says that China should be broken up into nine or ten separate countries, that their sense of community is to their village or town. And these ten smaller countries 
will better satisfy the needs of the people and their loyalty to each other. Of course, that would be nice, 10 smaller countries instead of one big giant economic and military power bent on controlling the world. One thing is for sure, no one knows what's going to really happen with China. No one. Are we supposed to look at Chinese history and culture to figure out what they'll do? Or do we look at them as communists who have completely turned their backs on their history and culture and replaced it with Marxist philosophy? Many people are convinced that the leaders of China are communist, but the people aren't. But what does that really matter? If the leaders are, and they gain overwhelming military power, why wouldn't they try to do what the Marxist playbook tells them to do? Conquer the world. At least President Trump is on the right track. He keeps saying how much he likes and respects President Xi of China, but you know he doesn't trust him at all. You can see it. He's the first president to push back on China. And he knows that it must be done now because 30 years from now, if China is still one big country, one big evil communist country, it's going to be very bad for the world. And maybe it took something like their lies about the coronavirus and the terrible fact that they are responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people and they don't seem to care one bit. Maybe this is going to force the leaders of other countries to sound the alarm, too. China is vulnerable economically at this time in history, so maybe there's no better time to squeeze them, to at least try to force some changes in a system that is by far the biggest threat to humanity the world has ever known. Chinese leaders are seriously threatening the stability of the world. They have no need to build up their military because they have no enemies. The only enemies they have are their own people. And that's only when they speak too loudly and then they have to be silenced, many times, forever. And no one protests in China, not anymore. No one demands justice, not in China, not in America, not in Europe, not anywhere, because everyone is afraid of offending the Chinese leaders. We may never have a better chance of destabilizing their leadership than right now. President Trump needs to ratchet up the pressure. He needs to weaken their leadership and force them into looking weak to their own people. We could use some help from Europe, but I doubt we can count on them. Maybe Britain, if they've looked at their history with China, but the rest of Europe is too weak to act. They don't want to recognize the threat China presents, even though they must know in their hearts that if they don't act now, it is inevitable that at some time in the future they will surrender to China and their civilization might be lost. China isn't in a good position right now. World opinion is against them because of the pandemic. This is the time for unified action to cause them to change their goals. If their leaders are pragmatic, maybe they can see a path that doesn't include military action against the rest of the world. But as of right now, this isn't what I see for them. They're on a quest to make the rest of the world bend to their will, and they don't seem to care how they do it. America and other countries must stop giving in to them right now. President Trump is on the right track. All we need to do is stand up to them, because if we do it now, all we stand to lose is money and cheap products. But 30 years from now, the stakes will be much higher. 
It will be our freedom on the table, maybe the freedom of the entire world. Keep up the pressure, Mr. President. Your best and most important achievement as the leader of the free world just might be keeping us safe from a predatory China. Keep it up.